Hi, I'm Scotty Thompson, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome back to another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is episode 337 of On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, Scotty Thompson of The Blacklist. NCIS is going to be joining us. She has a new movie coming out on November 7th called The Lookalike, and she's going to be coming up to talk about that. So be prepared for that. That's coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. We've got a great show coming your way today, and we have a lot of uh, unusual things coming up in remakes and, you know, uh, sequels and upcoming movies and things like that. And I want to remind you, if you're on Facebook, be sure to like us and uh, be sure to catch me Saturday mornings at 8.10 a.m. Pacific Time in San Francisco on K-E-S-T-A-M. And that's in the Bay Area. You can hear it on the radio. And I'll be there with the Real to Real crew as I uh, give a little report. So be sure to be listening for that if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area. You can also stream it. Just go to their website. So, we've got all kinds of things coming your way. Let's get right into it. It's time for Remake Madness, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, July 6, 2018. Captain Marvel moves from the comic books to the big screen. And the remake brings us a female Captain Marvel this time. And another big screen remake from comic books to film is going to be Marvel's Inhumans, and that's coming your way on November 2nd, 2018. And a remake of The Green Lantern is in the works, trying to outdo 2011's version. Shouldn't be too hard. That's it for Remake Madness, coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, Jason Bateman will direct a Wall Street stock market comedy called IPO Man, which is in development currently, and 2016, Disney will release a new animated CGI movie called Moana, and it will feature another female lead this time, and in the way it sounds, it's going to be taking place in Hawaii, but we'll be giving you more information as that comes our way. You can look for Ben Affleck to put his Batman suit aside, as he's going to be in a lot of different Batman movies, but uh, he's going to be putting that aside, and he's going to be in a crime drama called Live by Night, and it's set during the Prohibition era, and it's about a group of individuals who deal with the mob. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, let's take a peek at what's coming your way as far as sequels as we head to Sequel City right here on On Screen and Beyond. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Sequel City, look for Larry the Cable Guy to star in Jingle All the Way 2. Now, remember, Arnold Schwarzenegger was one of the stars, or actually the star of uh, the original, but he is not taking part in this one, they're telling us, so we'll find out what happens with that, why they're calling it Jingle All the Way 2. I don't know, because none of the originals are in it. And Kevin Smith, he's hoping to start shooting Clerks 3 in June of 2015. And Smith is also currently shooting Yoga Hosers, which is the sequel to his recent film Tusk. And a third installment is planned, and it's called Moose Jaws. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen to Be On, let's take a look at what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD on January 27th. Look for The Equalizer Season 3 and Season 4 to arrive on DVD. And January 20th, Satisfaction Season 1 hits stores in a two-disc set. And Doctor Who, the complete eighth series, will come to DVD in a five-disc set on DVD and a four-disc set on Blu-ray. That is it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, let's take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. <laughs> movies on DVD on January 6th. You can look for Left Behind with Nicolas Cage as it arrives on DVD and Blu-ray. And Dolphin Tale 2 swims into stores on December 9th with Ashley Judd and Harry Connick Jr. And this is where I leave you with Jason Bateman. And Tina Fey will land in stores on December 16th on Blu-ray and DVD also. That's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment time. TV and Entertainment time. Well, HBO's True Detective Season 2 has lined up Rachel McAdams and Colin Farrell to play police officers. And Vince Vaughn will play a criminal. And you can look for it on 2015 on HBO. And you can look for Neil Patrick Harris to show up on the later episodes of American Horror Story Freak Show. And uh, American Horror Story will be back for a fifth season on FX, they're telling us. And that's it. That is TV and Entertainment Time here at On Screen and Beyond. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it is Celebrity Birthday Times. <laughs> Celebrity birthday times on November 2nd. David Swimmer turns 48. And Stephanie Powers, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, turns 74. And November 3rd, Roseanne turns 61. And Ken Berry from Mayberry RFD, remember that one? He turns 80. And on November 4th, Matthew McConaughey turns 44. Ralph Macchio, the Karate Kid, turns 52. Doris Roberts turns 83. Marky Post turns 63. And on November 5th, look for Tatum O'Neill to turn 50. And Judy Rias, she was a guest here at On Screen and Beyond also. She turns 46. November 6th, Sally Fields turns 67. November 7th, Joni Mitchell, Big Yellow Taxi, turns 70. And Christopher Knight from the Brady Bunch turns 56. November 8th, Tara Reid from Sharknado turns 38 years old. And that's it for Celebrity Birthdays. Next, here on On Screen and Beyond, 
Birthdays for our celebrity listeners. On November 4th, Candace L. from Tacoma, Washington is turning 29. And November 6th, Tommy C. from Boston, Massachusetts turns 48. That is it for Celebrity Birthdays here at On Screen and Beyond. If you have a birthday coming up and you would like to have yours or a friend's or relative's birthday said here on On Screen and Beyond, send it to me well in advance, you know, a little a week or so in advance at least. And you can send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. All listeners here at On Screen and Beyond will celebrate it with you. So uh, go ahead and do that. And it is time. Scotty Thompson is here from... Uh, the Blacklist lately, NCIS she was on, and she's got a new movie out coming out on November 7th. It's called The Lookalike. She's going to talk about that and a whole lot more right here on On Screen and Beyond. Scotty Thompson is next. My guest today on On Screen and Beyond is an actress who is remembered for her role as Jean Benoit on NCIS, as well as Brotherhood, Trauma, and currently on The Blacklist. She has a new film coming out on November 7th called The Lookalike. It's Scotty Thompson. Scotty, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Now, Scotty, you are one busy lady right now. You seem to be popping up everywhere. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's you know it's a good time right now. It's exciting. I've got a couple of independent films coming out, and working on the blacklist right now, which is a thrilling time right now for me. Yeah, and now the lookalike. Yeah. Give us an idea about this story and what your part is in the film, without giving anything away. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very complicated plot, so it's hard to say. Some without saying too much, so I'll do my best to okay. navigate that. It's set in New Orleans in a sort of seedy underground world of drugs and sex, and there is a young woman who's agreed to do a sexual deed for a lot of money for a couple of guys who are in trouble, and she's doing it because she's kind of in, in financial woes, and it turns out the guy's you find out choosing her for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. You find out later, and uh, she dies very early on in the film. And the premise of the film, the lookalike, is derived from the fact that these guys have to find a lookalike to replace her. And the two guys played um, John Corbett and Stephen Bauer, or are the heads of the drug ring, and their go-to guy is Jerry O'Connell and his brother, Justin Long, and they find the lookalike, Jillian, or, sorry, Gillian Jacobs. And <clears throat> in the interim, my character is Jerry O'Connell's love interest, and she is suffering from a sickness and somehow gets caught up in this whole tale. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. The simple version? Yeah, I, I know, because I've watched the film, and it's there is a lot going on. Let's put it that way, without without putting anything, <laughs> any you know any spoilers out there to people. It, it's one of those films that you got to watch. <laughs> yeah, you really do. And my character is going through a lot herself, and I'm not sure if saying it gives it away or not. So 
I got some physical challenges. We'll just say that. <laughs> so how did you get involved with the film? I, I auditioned and I, uh, you know, it was one of those projects. I really loved the script so much and had met with the director who was just lovely, Richie. And we really clicked and I was just very passionate about the project and, and went a little extra mile, wrote, wrote a letter and did a couple of audition process steps and, and they, you know, brought me into the project and I was, I'm just thrilled to be working with such an amazing cast and on such a complicated story and character. So in such a great city as New Orleans. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it all started with a meeting with Richie and, and then the rest is history. <laughs> well, I'm sure behind the scenes, they were jumping at the chance to get you on the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were they were very excited, and and I hadn't worked with anyone involved in the project before. And you know, in this business, a lot of people tend to have, it's a it's a somewhat you know small ish world, I guess. And you know, everyone else seemed to have at some point crossed paths with most of the rest of the cast. So it was really fun to begin involved in such a group of people and for them to bring me into the family, if you will. How long was the shoot? Uh, did the shoot last? It lasted two months. Oh, two months. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it got very interesting because <laughs> we filmed the first half at the end of uh, the year and then came back in January to finish filming. And I assume this is, you know, open history, but I don't know. Uh, we ended up, the, the crew, there were some problems. Apparently the union stepped in and, and was got involved in a, an issue that turned out they were in the wrong and we were in the right. So we ended up dealing with some crew striking situation, which oh, was no fault at all. Uh, so it made for a very interesting time. Hmm. Now, does that make it difficult when you have to go back after, you know, you have to take a break and then go back. You know, sometimes some people have moved on to uh, do a different show or something. They've had hair, hair redone a certain way or, or whatever. Uh, is it difficult when you have to work like that? I think it can be. This was just a Christmas holiday, so not too many changes, although sometimes family or, <laughs> or Christmas can do that, shift you in other ways, but... Um, <laughs> We, uh, it was only about two weeks, but yes, I do agree with you. You get into a rhythm and you get into a character headspace and you're in a world and then you step out of that world and it's sometimes hard to dive back in and it takes a few days to find yourself back in the, the present. Yeah. I, I would think that if, if you're using a world. voice you know, if you're using a voice, you know, certain accent or something, and you got to kind of remember or look back at the some of the film clips you've done to say, okay, how did I say that? Or how <laughs> how was I acting, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You do. I mean, it is challenging when you when you step away from something, and, and then you go back into your life. Right. <laughs> and then you jump back into the headspace of a character, and you're like, wait, what was, what was I thinking? And, and often, because you're also filming out of order, you have to really step back and say, okay, where was I when I filmed this scene that was at the end of the film and I filmed that a month and a half ago and now I'm filming the scene right after it or right before it and mm -hmm. it's been a month and a half and I've been through a lot of, you know, 
life and, and other projects. And I know other people on the film were filming multiple projects at once, so that that's not easy either. Yeah, I can't even imagine <laughs> imagine doing something no. like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, the the casting here is an incredible cast. I know. You know, amazing you, group you were, of people. Yeah, Super you were talented. naming some of the people and it's like, wow, you know, this is a you know, it's an all-star cast. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> really really fun group of people too. And we were all down there for, you know, two months on and some people longer, shorter. And New Orleans is just a really fun place to be and working all over the city and getting to know that was an amazing opportunity. But yeah, I felt really blessed to be working with such a great group of people. So this is coming out on November 7th on in theaters and on, it's on video too, correct? At, at the same time or digital uh, I HD? I believe November 11th it comes out on iTunes. Okay, okay. And on demand. All right. Is acting what you always wanted to do? In a way, for sure. I started out dancing. I was a professional ballet dancer. And for me, it was all about being on stage. That was when life made sense, <laughs> more so than anything, any other place. And performing, basically, was what my passion is, what has always been my passion. And when I stopped dancing and started exploring theater it just made sense it was a way of integrating all of the performance passion and also adding the element of more diverse characters mm -hmm. which i was always kind of seeking in a sense and so it was a natural transition from dance i'd say but also definitely a thread of performance all along Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you remember your first on-screen acting job? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, well, one that made it to print or... <laughs> yeah, something that many, people would have seen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I did a, many, many years ago, I was studying ballet in New York at the American Ballet Theater, and they came and randomly chose a few extras to come play dancers in center stage, <laughs> and that was my first on-screen performance, but mm -hmm. I um, I didn't actually have a legit, my first legitimate speaking role was in Brotherhood, and that was an awesome place to start working right. with Philip Noyce and the creator Blake Masters and I was working opposite of Jason Isaacs so it was a pretty pretty exciting place to plop into once I had decided that was what I wanted to do when I when I did center stage I was I was not pursuing acting as a career mm -hmm. I just decided hey sure I'll check this out for a day and take a break from dancing um so yeah so that was my official first job but but my first real job that I consider my first real job was um, uh, in Brotherhood. Brotherhood. And then right 
basically it was the same year, wasn't it, that you started on NCIS also? Um, or a couple years later? I guess, well, it was like a year, it was about a year later from the time we filmed some of the series. So, yeah, um, I think, brother, you know, sometimes the cable shows take a little while to air, but I definitely filmed that like a year before, at least a year before NCIS. Yeah. And a lot of listeners out there are going to remember uh, people who are really into Star Trek are going to remember you for Star Trek because you have a you have a little Star Trek history in your in your background, right? I I do. I mean, with my name, it felt, it felt kind of inevitable. I remember thinking the producers I was like, my whole life, people have referred to me as "Beam Me Up, Scotty." <laughs> so I'm really happy to be here, <laughs> existing in your in your world and um and it was super fun it was a a small role mm-hmm. but i did get to work with jj abrams and meet a lot of the cast and see the whole behind the scenes world and that is a really special thing to be able to witness what goes into the making of something of that caliber and largeness or whatever the word is i'm looking for right no i know what you mean <laughs> i mean jj abrams film is is something huge and of course star trek I mean, you know, that's been around yeah. forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really fun to be able to be a part of something like that because it is such people just love that world for good reason. And it's fun to see how excited people get about that. You know, my friend sent me somebody had drawn like a cartoon figure of my character and they're like, this is in a comic strip. And I was like, whoa, that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun glimpse into a very interesting world and it seems like once you're in you have some smidgen of star trek in you that you know 50 years from now people are going to still remember you as being part of star trek <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> for good or bad yeah. whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah i think it's a good thing and you know i mean yeah it definitely you know you remember William Shatner always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely a very the fan world is that world is it's just they're awesome. They're oh, such yeah. great fans, and they keep that whole world alive, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I noticed that that you also did a couple of um, uh, videos for like the Counting Crows and for Bon Jovi. Now, did you know any of them, or was that things you just auditioned for? I didn't know them, and they were just, uh, I actually didn't audition for them. They chose me somehow. I know Adam Duritz had seen my work and thought, oh, this would be a good person to utilize in my video. And then I'm not sure how Bon Jovi ended up, but both of them were super fun videos to do. And the Bon Jovi one was 3D, which was really cool Wow! to work in 3D. So, Yeah. So, kind of random, but super fun. I love both of their music. So yeah, yeah. Now, besides of of course, you know, the look light coming out now, um, and you're on blacklist. Uh, do you have any other projects in the future that you can talk about? I know a lot of times you can't, but uh, are there any projects that we can be looking for you in? I have a couple of things in in the works, and I have a, a role in the film Somnia with. Kate Bosworth and Thomas Jane and Annabeth Gish. And I'm not sure when that comes out sometime next year, from mm-hmm. what I understand. Yeah. And yeah, so just a couple other things that, you know, 
not prepared to talk about. Yeah. Well, Scotty, I'd like to finish up with two final questions, taking us away from your acting and and everything else. When you sit back and relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Well, good questions. Okay, TV shows. 30 Rock makes me laugh. I just love that. Tina Fey and Alec Baldwin are amazing. Mm -hmm. I love Game of Thrones and Mad Men. I really, I really like period pieces and character-driven cable shows. I just actually saw um, Olive Kittredge, a miniseries that's going to be on HBO, mm-hmm. and that blew me away. So really? I'm really excited to see the second half of that when that comes out. And movies, uh, I oh, I just saw an amazing film called Whiplash that won Sundance this year, and I highly recommend that one. I guess I, I tend to like the romantic comedies that are a little offbeat in general usually appeal to me and character-driven kind of slice-of-life films. But at the same time, I'll go see a big, funny romantic comedy or, you know, Lord of the Rings. I can't wait for that stuff. So mm-hmm. I've got some sci-fi in me, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scotty... Yeah. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, and everybody should be sure on November 7th to, if they get a chance and is playing in their area, go see The Lookalike, and uh, they can, can catch you in, in all the vague things we were talking about as, as far as The Lookalike, so we won't Perfect. spoil it. <laughs> Sounds great. But I do appreciate it, and I thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me on. I want to thank Scotty Thompson so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen to Be On. I know she has a busy schedule. She's on blacklists and all the different things she's got involved right now. Her new movie is out, The Lookalike, November 7th. Be sure to check that one out. It's a great film. And if you have a chance, uh, you know, watch her other shows that she's got going on. She's got a lot of, lot of things going on. A busy girl. So, thank you very much for that, and it's getting near an end of another episode of On Screen and Beyond. And remember, if you have a birthday coming up, send me the information at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Let us all celebrate it, all the listeners here at On Screen and Beyond. We want to celebrate your birthday or a friend's birthday or whatever. Send me the information, and we will wish them a happy birthday right here on the show. And that is about it. We don't have too much more here to talk about. It's uh, getting near the end of another episode of On Screen and Beyond. i got some great guests coming up in the future. And, uh, in fact, we're getting so many that uh, we may even have to have a few extra episodes coming at you because uh, we uh, you know, just got so many coming in, and they've got a lot of projects coming up quick, and we want to get that information out to you. So uh, we don't mind that. we got a lot of, uh, you know, great people we're going to be talking with so uh, keep listening keep your eyes out here at on screen or beyond be sure to go to facebook keep an eye on what we're doing and also we're on itunes leave us a review while you're there and that's it that's a wrap for this week so until next week when do we once again take you on screen and beyond i'm brian zemrak take care (laughs) 